wonderful time together in God's presence this morning. I'm so glad I'm here. I'm so glad you are too. Uh, if you're here for the first time, you're so welcome. Uh, we're so glad that you joined us and uh, we believe that God has a special plan for every single individual. And his plan uh, is through a person who he sent into the world and his name is Jesus. And if you're going to connect with his plan for your life, I believe that today you can connect with Jesus personally in this place. And you can begin to walk out uh, God's amazing plan for your life. Because he knew you even before you were born. And he always had a plan that you would belong to him and know him and walk with him through your life. And uh, it's so important in our time and season in the world around us. Uh, there is a word that has been used this year to describe what's been happening in this season of time. And it is this word, perma-crisis. <laughs> a perma-crisis. It's like a, the word of the year. It wasn't our word for the year, I must say. But it's what um, the world is saying, that we go from one crisis to another. You might feel that personally or as a family, but that the world has gone from a pandemic to war to economic challenges to wondering how life is going to be in 2023. <laughs> Come on New Year's Day and hear uh, how life is going to be in 2023. But there is um, a real need in our world, huge needs uh, in people's lives, mentally, emotionally, there's huge needs to know who to turn to and who can help. And one of the most um, uh, growing things that has happened in our society is that there have been many, many people needed for counselling. Because counselling is a, a way that people feel that they can access help. And... Um, uh, my question is, to start this morning, is who do you turn to when you need advice or counsel? It's a really good question, isn't it? Who do you ask? Who do you turn to when you need advice? Or you need to understand how you can get your life sorted or, or, or helped or in some way put right. Whether it's uh, raising kids or in relationships, marriages, probably one of the most um, <laughs> important areas of our lives is the way that we relate to each other. And that can cause huge disconnect and fallout in our society. And that parents uh, don't know how to relate to their kids anymore. And husbands and wives don't really have great marriages and, and friendships are failing. And there is just such a disconnect in our world of having people that we can trust and turn to for help when we need someone to counsel us. And I've got an interesting word this morning about um, the arrival of Jesus 
And I'm going to make a statement before I read the Bible, the verse that I want to use. And that statement is, everyone needs a counsellor. <laughs> you never thought you heard that from, from, from the platform. But it's true. Everybody needs a counsellor. And eight centuries before Jesus was born, and this is how God uh, acts or moves. He speaks something years before something happens. Because that's how he works. He gives his word first, and then all of history, all of circumstances, everything begins to work out according to what he has said. Isn't he brilliant? So eight centuries before, a prophet called Isaiah had a word from God to speak. And we read it in Isaiah chapter 9. Let's read this, Isaiah 9, verse 6 and 7. And it's a well-known Christmassy scripture, but I hope that today we will know Jesus, not just about Christmas. Because this is what God wants to do through this scripture. And that is to define who Jesus is. And not leave it to the imagination of what people think about Jesus. God himself wants to describe who this person is. And initially he says, this is what's going to happen. For to us a child is born, a son is given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Okay, so God defines this child that is born. Now, you could say that there is nothing too unusual about someone being born. You were and I was. You were that, actually, it is a miracle, a child being born. But it is an ordinary human event, isn't it, in our world today and in our experience. And God is saying that this child will be born of a woman and be completely human so what God was going to give was going to be in a human body. That's how God came to the earth. God himself took on skin. He became one of us and dwelt among us in the form of Jesus. And this child was given, who is a son, who has the government on his shoulders. So this child, this human baby, is all divine as well. So he's 100% human and 100% divine because he has the government, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to Jesus. So this is God's son who is equal to God. He is God. And another way to describe him, he is the word of God. God's voice, God's word speaking. And these wonderful verses that I believe the Lord wants us to meet him with him today in is that he is the wonderful 
counselor. Isn't that wonderful? Wonderful counselor. So when God gave his son, he was giving to the whole world God's counselor. That's why everybody needs a counselor. Because everybody needs Jesus. Because you don't know how you work. You don't know how anything works. You don't know how marriage works. You don't know how to raise kids. You don't know how to sort yourself. You don't know what to do to be in relationship with God. You don't know how to pray without a wonderful counselor. And so God says, I am giving you as a gift in this baby that was born. God with us. A wonderful counselor. And if you connect with Jesus, you can connect with divine counsel. God's way of seeing life and how life is supposed to work. So am I always under counseling? Pastor Judith's always having counseling. She's always having counseling because I always need counsel. Because I've decided my opinions mean nothing and they are powerless to change anything. But God's counsel is powerful and is enough to change everything. And that if I listen to what Jesus says and I listen to his word of, the word of God, then I can make my life work as he intends. It's wonderful. Now, this word, wonderful, is something you and I would use like we see a sunset. And we say, isn't that wonderful? Or we see a newborn baby, baby Grace's, and we look at her baby's fingers and we say, oh, the fingernails. Do you ever marvel when you see a newborn baby's, oh, aren't they beautiful? And you go, wow, that's amazing. But the Hebrew means more than just wow and amazing. The Hebrew translation of wonderful is to exceed expectations. To go beyond the ordinary. And to have supernatural results. <gasps> there are supernatural results, miraculous results with his counsel. And whoever follows his counsel gets the results that exceeds expectations. Now this word was used to describe when... The children of Israel passed through the Red Sea. And I can imagine speaking to one another after or even during going through. Because they had to follow what God told. Moses had to follow what God said to do. To speak, raise the rod, and the, the waters would pass, part. And I can imagine them going through, well, this is exceeding my expectations. And as they wandered through, Pastor Andy likes to say there was Nemo on one side. And what was his friend's name on the other? Dory. Dor Dor <laughs> on the other. And he could see a big whale over there. 
And they, they, there's a wall. They can't get to me. The sharks can't get to me. This is uh, quite a miraculous outworking of following his counsel. That event is wonderful because it speaks of something beyond the ordinary. And Jesus came to be your wonderful, to give you a life that is something that is beyond the ordinary. Because he who has the Son, that is, has, has received Jesus, has a beyond the ordinary life. People are to look at our lives and go, wonderful. That exceeds my expectation and the way you love each other. And how you forgive. And how you treat your customers. In what you do, in raising your kids and putting God's priorities at the top of the list. In how you run your money and your financial life. That looks wonderful to me. It's amazing. Wonderful always means connected with his counsel. And whenever we act on the word of God, God's wonderful counsel is given in his word, the Bible. The Bible is saying, this is my manual for a successful, wonderful more than natural result of life. It's supernatural. And he has given us his spirit too, to live in us, to be our counsellor and guide into all truth, to guide us into the truth of God's word, to lead us. When I was in Italy, see, sometimes God's counsel is a bit odd. It's a bit different to what people would say. And I was battle-weary. I was exhausted. I actually wasn't doing great. And I went to Italy to minister with Pastor Andrea. We went to minister in churches in Italy. And I said to the Lord, Lord, I, I, I just don't know how to do this trip. The traveling, the people that we have to meet, the things, situations we have to face, all the ministry. I just don't think I've got anything to give. I know you felt it. Has anybody in the room ever felt like that? You just feel you haven't got anything to give. And the Lord gave me a scripture, and I'm going to have it up on the board because it's on the screen's uh, board. There is no board. There's a screen. Uh, Proverbs 11.25. Read this. This is what the, my wonderful counselor gave me when he said was the solution for me feeling as weak as a kitten. Proverbs 11. We're going to get there. If not, a generous, uh, the generous soul will be made rich and he who waters others will himself be watered. Jesus summed this up in the word in Luke's gospel that says, give and it will be given. So give out of feeling like you're at your weakest point and it will be given to you. Strengthen others and you will become strong. 
Isn't that the opposite of the world's counsel? You just need to lie down, put your slippers on, and have a good pity party on the sofa and say, everybody needs to run around after me. That wouldn't have worked in Italy, by the way. But as I went, I, I kept ministering, I kept giving. It was a powerful time. God moved in power. But what he did was nothing short of wonderful in me. I got the wonderful results of doing what his word said to do. And that was water others and you yourself will be watered. Don't God's ways seem so wrong sometimes? And yet they're always right. God's word is always right. Whether you want to take it on board or not, it's always right. And this wonderful counselor came through Jesus. And God was giving us a gift of saying, look, I'm going to help you make your life work, make your life count, and let you live a life that is wonderful. It's supernatural. Because people are going to look at you and say, how on earth... Did you see those results? And you're going to say, it's because I had his counsel and it became wonderful to me. And you can see the results. You know, another big area. And many in the church resist this to their lacking wonderful results. Because if you miss out the counsel, you don't do what God says, you miss the results. It's not just going to happen. It's going to happen because you apply what the counsellor says. And that's in the area of finances. And the world would say to you, hoard all you have. Do what you think is right in your own eyes with your money. Get a financial expert even to advise you. But they ignore what the scripture says to do financially. But I have found wonderful results from applying the word of God in my finances. Because he's my counsellor. And he tells me that the church I belong to, not the church in some other place, or my favorite aunt or uncle, or somebody in another country. But the church I belong to is the storehouse. And I'm to bring a tithe, which is 10% of all my income, into the storehouse, which is the local church. Now, many people hear that and say, that's not for me. But I'm saying you're passing on by the wonderful The wonderful isn't going to happen because the wonderful happens when you follow his counsel. And it's the truth that sets us free into financial freedom and blessing. God's ways are different to our ways. His thoughts are much higher than ours. Don't we need a wonderful counsellor? If we're going to have a blessed 2023, then we need to follow his counsel. 
Jesus came. Yes, it's wonderful just to remember this baby. But God says, I want you to know him as your counsellor, as the word of God who counsels you for everything. If I have any need, any problem or any situation that I'm trying to help somebody else with, do you know where I go? Prayer and the Bible. So if you don't have much Bible in you, you don't really have much of the counsel of God. And therefore, the wonderful results aren't happening. And God wants them to happen in your life and in your experience because he loves you and he wants your life to work because he is good and he has always planned good for you. Psalm 33, verse 8 to 11 says, do I need to get, yeah, let all the earth fear the Lord, shall we? Shall we honour him above all? Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Next verse, please. For he spoke and it was done. He commanded and it stood firm, stood fast. The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to the counsel of the experts, the counsel of Google, the counsel of to nothing. But the word of the Lord, you see, hid the plans of the people. But God's plans stand firm in every generation. The counsel of his heart, the plan of his heart for every generation. Can't you take comfort in that? That my God, who is Jesus Christ, his word stands, his counsel, he's working it all out. And his, his word, his counsel will be performed. You can do whatever you like, but Jesus is coming back. There's nothing you can stop. You can't stop the plan. You can do whatever you like, but one day you'll stand before God and give an account for your life. You can do what you like here, but you will stand before God. And he counsels us in this life so that we can work out our lives under the authority of his counsel and his word. But he's wonderful. It's not just a legalistic life, you see. It's a wonderful life. One of the big movies of Christmas is something called The Wonderful Life. Apparently lots of people watch it. But I want to live one. I want that to be my story and I don't want to watch it on a movie. I want my life to be wonderful, full of, that exceeded my expectations, Lord. That went way beyond the ordinary and that brought supernatural results. Thanks so much, you're my wonderful counsellor. And the good news about Jesus, let me tell you, before we go into a time of uh, prayer and worship, he knows everything. Things we don't even see, he sees it all. And he loves us enough to want to speak to us. Jesus, didn't he say, my sheep, hear my voice 
and they follow me. They follow, they say, yes, Lord, I take that on board. Yes, Lord, I'll take that on board. It's the humble he teaches his way. But the proud, they resist. They say, that's not for me. My opinion's different, and I'm keeping my opinion. Well, keep on hold of that. It's up to you. He's not a ruthless ruler. He allows you to make choices. But if you choose his counsel, you will see the wonderful results. Wonderful. So he's always in the know. Nothing takes him by surprise. They might take me by surprise, but nothing takes him by surprise because he sees the end from the beginning because he knows the future. It means if I follow his counsel, I can end up in the right place. Isn't that wonderful? If I just simply do what he says to do now, my destination looks pretty wonderful because it'll have those kind of results. Praise God. He prepares things to come. John 16, verse 13. Jesus said... I'm going away, but I'm going to send another who's just like me. And when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. The word is truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you the things to come. This is meaningful to me today more than at any time in my life. And I'm going to share a, mess, a notice with you at the end as to why. But the Lord always prepares us for what's ahead. He always shares with us so that we're ready for anything. And how does he do that? He does it with his word. He speaks his word. You will always find me every day. And in every moment I need something, you'll find me with my Bible open and my prayer, my heart open to him because he's present and he speaks, he speaks, he speaks. And when he speaks, every storm stills, every fear goes and God begins to work a miracle inside me so that he can do a miracle on the outside. He's a wonderful counsellor. He's a wonderful counsellor. There's no bill with this one. Is that okay to say? He's not costing me anything. And he's generous with his counsel. He says, if anybody lacks wisdom, let him ask. And he gives generously to all without finding fault. You know, some counsellors, they're always picking out. You. If you ever had a, one of those kind of friends, those friends who tell you what's wrong, but they never help you out. 
They just pick out your problems and they say it's because you're like this. God is so generous and so gracious and he always speaks the solution. And he's, he is love itself and he speaks from love. Everybody needs a counsellor. And that would include you. But I pray that you will always choose the wonderful counsellor and not just the humankind. Unless that human person can bring the word of God to you. And not opinion. And not psychology. But the word. Because it's the word that carries the divine life and power to heal. So when Jesus came into the world, he came to be our wonderful counsellor. He's always available. That's the other thing about this one. You don't have to book him in. You don't have to have an appointment because he says, I am always with you. To those who've received him, I will be with you even to the end of the age. Day or night, and last night I spent the whole night coughing, uh, probably had half an hour's sleep, maybe an hour's sleep. He was always there. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. He is my wonderful counsellor. But he's also my mighty God. My mighty God. I'm just going to finish with this because I'm not going to sort of preach much more. But in John chapter 8, Jesus was speaking to some Jews who were um, kind of following him. And Jesus said to them, If you continue in my word, scripture, all scripture is is God-breathed. It carries the breath of God. So this is always living. It always carries life. If you continue in my word, you are my disciples. You're my followers. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And these Jews said to him, we're we're not slaves to anybody. We're Abraham's descendants. And Jesus said, if you were Abraham's descendants, you wouldn't want to kill me. So they liked Jesus, but they also wanted to kill him at other times because they didn't like what he said. So there's some things about Jesus you might really like, but there's some things you go, no thanks. I don't want that. And Jesus said of these seeming followers, he said, but my word has no place in you. My word has no place in you. So in other words, you're not really a follower unless the word finds a home in your life and you begin to live it. He's radical, isn't he? Jesus, if you want to follow Jesus, you're a radical person. Because his word's going to find a place in you, even if you say, that's a bit difficult. Imagine Abraham. How unpopular would this be in our modern society? For God to speak. And the word that comes is, Abraham, leave your family. Leave your parents, leave your brothers and sisters, 
and go to a country I'm going to show you. And I will bless you and you'll be a blessing. You'd be like, I want the blessing, Lord, but I'd rather you sort of brought the supernatural, wonderful results where I like being. So I don't like to change anything. But Abraham had to leave his natural family so that he could come into the supernatural blessing of God. And some of you have done that. You've made choices to be Jesus followers above all. You haven't followed the money. You haven't followed the job. You haven't followed because it actually was just what you thought was your opinion. You're following Jesus because his word has found a place in your heart. And you know that you know he is your wonderful counsellor. You're not just following him without seeing supernatural results. And so Christmas, we're getting ready for Christmas. We celebrate the arrival of Jesus. But I'm asking you, in the name of the Lord, to make him more room in your life. To make more room in your thoughts. That's what he's asking of me. To not think like everybody else thinks. To think like the word thinks. To think this. To make room in your life for God to speak his word into your heart. Spending time in prayer and the word. And not just going in the Christmas rush. But in preparing for the most wonderful gift that ever came to earth. Which was God became human in the form of a baby. That's what we are celebrating. But in receiving Jesus... I have received his wonderful counsel. And so today, the Lord's saying, I want you to come to me. Not Google. Not your most trusted family member. Come to Jesus. Come to the word of God. Because he has come into the world to be our counsellor and in following every word he speaks trusting in the word he promises there will be Red Sea wows there will be blessed beyond I ever could imagine there will be marriages that work and are blessed You just have to read Ephesians 5 for a successful marriage. Husbands, yours is the hardest call to love your wife and prefer her above all others. It's easy to submit to that. Any woman will be happy to submit to the love that you actually live for their benefit, not yours. Selfishness is the greatest killer of love. Oh, happy day. Happy day. I'm getting on board with the word of God. And then wives, submit to that love, but also respect what they say. Don't down them. 
Look for the positive. Encourage them. Build them up and say, you can do it. I, I, I love being married to you. You're the best man for me. Equals blessed marriage. But people don't like taking it on board. They might have the counsel, but it's not really taking finding a place in their relationships. What wonderful counsel he's given us to live by. And we're going to come to him in worship and we're going to come to Jesus and say, Lord, in whatever area, my kids, my life, I'm going to ask of you to speak into that. So let's stand together. Thank you, Jesus. I hope you were blessed by that word. I know that we're in a, a season where people are uh, sort of, it's, you feel like it's a slide down, don't you, to Christmas, although it seems like a gearing up in many ways. But I know people are tired, but give to the Lord. Give to him and he will strengthen you. But I believe that the Lord has put his finger on a lot of our thinking and our reference points in life to change them and say, Lord, I need to bring my reference right back to the true, which is your word in everything. Your word on my children. Now just come to him now and just say, Lord, I invite you to make more of a, an impact in my thoughts and my heart of your counsel. I need you. But Lord, thank you that you came to be this person who would be our personal, wonderful counselor. And that whatever you say, Lord, I thank you that it will produce exceeding our expectation, miraculous results. Thank you for your results, Lord, of applying your word in our history. Thank you for those who have seen that just putting your word into practice is supernatural in its outworking. Thank you, Lord, that when you say to us to stay in the land and sow, that's the place we'll be blessed. Thank you for your wisdom on finances, on marriages, on friendships, on work, on uh, how to make the right decisions, Lord, if we're at a crossroads. Lord, be my counsellor. Just invite him to come in a fresh way to counsel you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thanks, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, guide us into truth. Tell us the things to come that we need. And the things that we need to put into practice, I thank you, Jesus that you are our wonderful counsellor. We hope you've enjoyed this message from Kingdom Faith Southwest. For further information, log on to kingdomfaith.org.
sw.com.